again, you are about to listen to a new episode of the Do Einstein's Improvisations on Growth podcast series. Although on paper we can agree that we are coming out of the crisis, recent developments in the US may show that challenges are still ahead. In lots of ways, we haven't quite been able to process what has happened in the first half of the year, and yet most of us are eager to move forward, embrace this new normal, look for silver linings, and even speak of innovation. In this podcast, we question, though, how come we long so much for the old normal that we don't make room for true innovation? And what can this true innovation be? Are we embracing change or simply running back to our old selves? I invite you to listen and to explore with us how our need for psychological security may keep us from true innovation. I believe in, in general, not just with our virus situation, that we create a context for ourselves. I believe just how a plant needs the soil and the sunlight and water right, to grow, we always also create a context in our lives. And right now, this is our context that you're, you're mentioning. If we're already so quick at finding these financial silver linings, will this kind of innovation ever happen? From my point of view, I don't think that if we go back to our old behavior and just do more of the same, maybe faster and maybe more hysterically, then um, no, I, I don't think that true innovation will will happen because there's simply no room. Some podcasts ago, I gave you an example of a good friend of mine who works a lot. She's a VP at a firm. She used to work a lot. And then she started working from home and she really enjoyed it. She enjoyed her coffee. And then I met with her recently and I asked her on purpose because she just started going back to the office, even though not everybody's there. And I asked her, do you miss that? And she's like, well, I do miss it, but I'm getting more work done at, at the office. And that was just it. And I, I was disappointed. I'm not going to lie. I was disappointed. It just seemed like the, the dreaming is over. Let's just go back to our uh, old selves because I'm just getting more work done. I so love your example because I think it, in a nutshell, it encompasses like everything about change. I make an experience and the experience impacts me. So being at home, having the coffee, having time, da-da. Then I think there is this threshold. So I can either go with this experience and see what new things will develop out of it. Or I turn back and run back into the known, run back into all the things that I know have been there. And so this sort of gives me the security. And I think what a lot of people are doing now is they're turning back. They're high speed running back into what gave them a sense of psychological security before COVID. 
So just to make sure, okay, this is all the things that I know, and I kind of bury myself almost in all the things that I know. And they are not making the step across the threshold in, in, into the new, because the new is, it's scary. I've, I've never been there. And I, I need to explore, and I don't know how things will evolve. It is so interesting, though, to, to see how people are so quick at dismissing the good stuff. Because just a like, couple of weeks ago, she was telling me about all the good stuff. I don't really need to sit in, in traffic. I don't need to wake up that early. I'm having my coffee. And she was getting work done. It was just so much more balanced. And it just strikes me how how quickly she forgot all the good. That's what I'm trying to say. And she goes back to a comfort zone that is lacking so many good things, which in my opinion are more than her situation that she's going back to. So why are we doing this? I, to me, that's being so blind. Why are we doing this? That is a good question because it, it still comforts us. Because this is what we know. And this is how, how we have known life before. And I need to sit in the traffic jam. And I, I need to do this driving. And I come to the office and I do my work. And I kind of feel it. And then I go back home in the traffic jam again. And even if the experience during COVID was a good one. And a lot of people actually said that they get way much more work done than in the office. It's still scary because I, this might be different for a lot of people. So th there are questions that are popping up in, in, in people's heads. It's like, if I believe that work has, has to be tough, then... I might not allow myself to enjoy work in such a comfortable environment. You know, if I only feel that I perform when there's a price to pay, like the, the commute back and forth, then I know, you know, I'm really in there. When I sit at home and I have a comfortable life and I get still, I get things done, maybe I don't feel that I get things done as deeply as when I like frame them with the commute where I'm kind of contributing to this idea of that that performance, you know, have, has to be felt throughout. It almost sounds to me like we are so much more prone to abuse ourselves than to love ourselves. I'm sorry to say it sounds <laughs> yes. harsh. It's, it's Absolutely. Almost Thank you. This, this is, yeah, on a certain level, this is how we have framed work. Work needs to be tough. Work, on a certain level, work needs to be painful. You know, our work hard, play hard. This was the motto and still is the motto. The most important word in there is hard. You know, we have to train hard and we have to work hard and we have to vacation hard. And it's just 
Ah, yeah. Do Do you think it comes down when you say hard and difficult? And what got to me was you used the word paying the price. So that triggered another word for me, which is sacrifice. And I know we we have this embedded in us as a mankind as we you gotta and mind you from ancient times when you had to kill the bull or even a person so you can get something in return otherwise you you would firmly believe you would not get that something if you didn't give something really really close to you back i'm not sure if i'm going into a different direction but for some reason for me deep down it is connected in in the way we still think as uh, as people. So where is this idea that we got to to sacrifice our our peace, so to speak, and maybe a quality of life? And if we don't sacrifice this, we will not be productive or making money or. Why do we need to feel like we got to run around agitated and wasting energy, in my opinion, when you can very well be efficient and really be productive and have everything else as well? I, I strongly believe that there might be a different explanation for that. I strongly believe that part of it comes from religion, that we have to sacrifice that also this idea that we are sinners and that we need to work and pray and life is not supposed to be good because the good life happens in the afterlife. So I, I can make a connection there. Thank you for listening. I trust that this episode prompted some interesting questions, if not even answers. Perhaps now you can shift from the mentality that life needs to be difficult and that work has to be hard in order to feel successful. Being productive and accomplished doesn't exclude being happy and having a balanced life. If you agree or have your own ideas to share, I welcome you to email Madhu directly at madhu.einsiedler.at or engage with her on LinkedIn and Facebook. Remember to stay happy, productive, at peace with yourself, and also get ready for our next episode.